If you're going through a rejection in this current moment as you're listening to this, I promise you there is healing on the other side of it. There is inspiration close by and there is a story bigger than you being written right now. And that story will help somebody else and inspire and cause somebody else to be pulled out of their rejection. Like you have that in you, your story has it in you. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who What's can up everybody? with Welcome who you already are. Of the girl who can in this podcast, podcast we have always, conversations that inspire you to be productive, so, so happy stay rooted in purpose, but new, also learn or how to embrace the matter. imperfection I'm just happy you're here. that is just you part of the journey. And remember that you're not Arissa, alone. That. I'm just your sister friend. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most of we're going through just so then you know, and I've made it my mission to live and we're not alone we do this together we walk through life together but and you're also not meant to resting do it alone. well so even though so I'm i invite you to be not the girl who shows up for herself or as we hanging get out with you in your kitchen episode. whatever you're doing on your walk or on your drive know that i care about you and that's the whole reason why i started this podcast to get to know you and for you to know that you're not alone so if you can connect with me over on social media that is the easiest way at the girl who can podcast or my personal Instagram at Arissa Lujano. Shoot me a DM. Let me know who you are. I'd love to get to know you. And we can be virtual friends wherever you are throughout the world listening to this. But it's crazy. We are in mid-November. I think by the time this comes out, next week is Thanksgiving, which happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there who does celebrate that Thanksgiving is truly one of my favorite holidays where everybody is just, I mean, you're surrounded by friends or family. Tyler and I are going to a Friendsgiving this week with our church small group, which is going to be really fun. And I was just thinking about that today, just how we moved here not that long ago, but have been able to make friends so quickly and get plugged in and just grow and foster different relationships with different couples and myself, different girlfriends. And it, I just feel very, very grateful. And that's what Thanksgiving is about, right? Just being grateful for what you have right now. And I understand for some like that, that's hard. Maybe you're in a space where you wish it looked like something different. Um, but I promise you, when you start to shift your focus to what is in front of you and what you do have and what you can do with it. And you can do lots of things with what you currently have. I promise you it, it really just shapes your focus. I think what, what year are we in? 2022 for 2020, I believe I always choose like a word of the year that I want to focus on. And I want to say for 2020, my year was grateful because I just noticed myself just not being grateful for what I had, or I was somebody who just wasn't giving of my time or my money. And yeah, I just didn't really like that about 
what I was doing. And so I really made an intentional choice to focus on being grateful on a day-to-day basis. And if that meant literally getting one of those little gratitude notebooks, I did that for a while, um, where I would write down like a couple things that I was grateful for at the end of the day. But even just waking up in the morning and think, saying, thank you, God, for another day. Thank you for the breath that I have. Even if I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, just reframing my thoughts to stay in gratitude truly, I can say, made a huge difference on my energy for the day, for my perspective on life, my perspective towards myself, what I have, what I'm given, um, what I'm presented with. So Yeah, that's just a rant about gratitude, (laughs) but um, I hope everybody is just preparing for Thanksgiving and I'm going to be flying home back to California actually for an entire month. So I will be in California from Thanksgiving all the way till Christmas just for logistical things. Um, It's going to be hard, obviously, being away from Tyler for a month. We're going to be doing long distance for a month and we have never done long distance like that before. So um, yeah, that'll be my life for the next month. Uh, I'll be in California just spending time with family and to plan some things for our wedding. It's hard planning a wedding from a different state because we're getting married in California. So just using that time to really lock down some wedding logistical things. And it'll be really nice spending some time with my family and being able to see his family a lot easier. So that's some updates about my life, a little rant on that. But as you see from clicking on the title of the podcast, I wanted to talk about today about rejection. Rejection is something that I have gone through. My experience with rejection most recently is moving here to Texas and I lost my job that I moved here for within the 48 hours of getting here. And I moved here at the time that I did because I was going to start a job. Obviously, Tyler was here already, but um, and I was able to have a support system around me. But wow, rejection is defeating. And I think we can all agree on that. Like rejection sucks. It hurts. It stings. Um, and I am personally somebody who has done a lot of inner work to know who I am and know my identity and have confidence in it. But rejection really does make you question if there is something wrong with you. And that's just realities. Like rejection never really gets... (laughs) easier. Like it still is going to sting every single time. And with my rejection uh, of that whole job situation, I applied, I was applying like every day for countless jobs. And I even started an Excel sheet because type A over here, but I, I want to say I applied for like 40 plus jobs and they were all no's. They were all no's or not right now's. And like, that is just so frustrating. It was like day after day, I would get a new email of no, we accepted or we offered the position to somebody else or no, whatever the email might've said. And it just became really, I was in a really bad headspace to get Because it's one thing to deal with one rejection, but another thing to get emails like three times a day saying, no, you're not offered the job, we reject you. Um, So yeah, it really takes a a hit at your confidence. And I can say that recently from just personal experience, like it was hard. And even outside of work or job related relationships, rejection happens 
And I have gone through my own fair share of experiences of being rejected, being ghosted, being told I wasn't the right person for that individual. And you hear from, you know, your friends, you share with your friends, you know, what's going on or maybe a sibling. um, And you hear that quote, you know, things weren't meant to be or uh, whatever it might have been. And those sound like what you need to hear in the moment, but you're just unable to receive it. Like it's hard to receive that. It's like, yeah, I know it's not meant to be, or I am not worth being ghosted, whatever it might be. But it's just really hard to receive because you're just trying to go through the hurt and the pain and the emotions that comes with rejection. So although you want to hear those things, it's just, it doesn't really like seep in. It just kind of stays at the surface. Um, So rejection with all of that, like is hard. And that's why I wanted to talk about it because I think we can, we can all agree. We have experienced rejection in one form or another. And in this episode, I just really want to also normalize rejection. Anybody who wants to make progress in any area of your life, whether it's work or your relationships is going to go through rejection. And If you're not being rejected, then there's no opportunity for you to grow. And yes, there are other ways to grow, but with rejection, like that means you're putting yourself out there. You are actively trying to accomplish something, which is great. You are putting the action steps behind what you want for your life. And so I just want to commend you for even having rejections, going through rejections, Maybe you're currently going through multiple rejections, like that whole job situation I was going through. Like you are trying and that is more than some people often even do because sometimes we just get so stuck in fear, stuck in just staying stagnant and being paralyzed by that fear that you experience nothing or very little. And so rejection is normal and I want to just put that out there. But the first thing I want to talk about is just a little bit of self-awareness around how you currently handle rejection. And like I said before, rejection obviously hurts, it sucks, it stings, and you're human, but thoughts and feelings are different than what your actions are. Your thoughts and feelings can influence your actions, but it really is up to you to decide what you want to do with your thoughts and feelings that come from a rejection. For a lot of people, an inclination is to initially run from the rejection, maybe run from feeling the feelings, like feeling hurt or feeling the sting um, from the rejection. So we just kind of deflect and we numb. We we run away from it. You might lock yourself in your house and feel like you don't want to do anything for the weekend and you just sit and watch sad sad movies. Um, maybe you don't eat or you self-loathe in having food that isn't nourishing for your body to give you energy. But with that, if that is what you are constantly doing when rejection happens, you give the rejection power over you. You are telling yourself that rejection keeps you in fear. Rejection is something you fear. And rejection really should be a point of redirection for for you. And think about the title of the podcast, right? Like you, the girl who can. You clicked on this podcast because you want to be the girl who can. And so I'm telling you to face rejection. 
it's very, and facing rejection is very different than running from it. And I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying this is easy to deal with the pain or the hurt. Um, It's going to sting each time. But first, label those emotions. Like label how you are feeling. Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling sad? Are you feeling hurt? Are you feeling confused? Label them and face them. Don't run from them um, or try and handle them or deflect from them in a way that is those self-loathing type of things. Um, when you face them, yeah, it, it sucks. It stings sometimes. And But feeling your emotions is how you heal your emotions. That's how you get healthy. And from there, the next step is to filter the rejection. Once you are like feeling the feels and trying to fe- um, understand how to cope with them, be honest and also see what you can learn from the rejection. So that's what I mean when I say like filter the rejection. Um, and this might involve asking questions to the person that uh, you know presented you with the rejection. But I encourage you with this to try not and think you can change that other person um, or the pe- the people that gave you the rejection. And this is something that I had to learn myself because let's just say you got a rejection, you don't agree with it. Initially, a, f- a first reaction can be like anger and you don't agree with it. And so you feel like you have to fight back or prove them who you know you are or prove something and often that can't that is seen as like a not not a good quality that you are able to handle rejection and you are just reactive to a circumstance so i encourage you to just step back and say like how do you currently handle rejection like that's kind of more of like a self-reflective um thing for you to think about um and know that you can't change that person or the people. Let's just say it's a job and they give you a rejection. I definitely think it's appropriate to ask why you did not get that or what their feedback was on your resume or whatever it might have been. But, and if they give you that feedback and you don't agree with it and it's still like that rejection, I encourage you to not press like why, why, why and get angry and say you're qualified and all those different things because that showcases that you are reactive in a situation that involves feedback and it might show that you are you are unable to put your pride aside. And so with this whole pride thing, I think there is a little bit of toxic positivity around rejection that can happen often because I can hear too often that let's just say you're going through rejection. I feel like I see this on social media really where maybe somebody publicly displays that they went through rejection. I don't know. But there can be an overwhelming amount of like, oh, you're you're too good. That person didn't deserve you. They don't know what they're missing out on. Oh, you're way too overly qualified. Wow. I think it is so important to lift up the people around you and give them encouragement. But if you are always the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And I'm not saying that person that might have been chosen over you um, is a better human. Like nobody is saying that. But were they 
more qualified? Did they have skills that maybe you can develop yourself? And so those are good questions to ask. And when you get feedback from a rejection, like taking those things into consideration and being honest and say like, could I add this to my toolbox? Or is this within my scope? Or do I want to do this? Um, And be honest with yourself. Because sometimes I think like, that when I'm talking about that toxic positivity, we just are feeding our pride of like, oh, well, I'm, I'm way too good. I, they didn't deserve me and they don't know what they're missing. And while in some cases, like that might be true, but don't ignore the learning that could come from a rejection by just staying prideful and not wanting to change. Um, so ask these questions to yourself because these require a pride check which I think does need to happen from time to time. I need to do that myself. Like I am not saying this into a microphone because I feel like I handle rejection perfectly and this is what I see wrong with everybody else. Like, no, I need to constantly check myself with these things because I can find myself getting reactive. Like with that whole job search that I was talking about, like um, it was... It was so hard and I know like I am qualified in in specific areas, but I had to check myself and say like, okay, why am I constantly getting no's? What is, what could I learn from this or what skills could I add to my resume to make myself a more qualified candidate or what did the candidate that got the job that I didn't have um, and This is a fine line because it can feed into like overthinking and comparison, but that's where I think that honesty and self-awareness are important things to invite into this whole process. So then you don't go down a rabbit hole when rejection is presented to you. And in regards to relationships, because we've been talking about job situation in terms of rejection, but in terms of relationships, when we go through a rejection, I think this is where we can really take it personal and it can get kind of tricky. So for example, I've had friends who let's say they get rejected and they immediately block that person from text messages, from Instagram, social media, like all the things. And they get upset and think they're like, oh, well, I'm too good. Like this person doesn't belong in my life. Like I'm upset. I block them. Like that's it. And okay, let sometimes just men, boys don't know how to properly tell someone they are not interested. Um, So that's like its own situation. But take that for what it is. Like if somebody is just ghosting you and that's their form of rejection, like that person's just immature and you don't want to be with that person anyways who can't verbalize their emotions. Like why would you want to be with that? So like just take that for what it is. And yeah, in that circumstance, like you probably are too good for that person because we don't want to be with somebody who can't be open and uh, honest with, you know, their situation. So that's its own thing. But another scenario could be they say they're not ready for a relationship or something is off between you guys, like the spark isn't there. And I get it, like that's hard to hear too. I have been through those type of situations and some people, you have to realize some people are great humans, but they're not your person. That honesty 
is so important. Like those can be hard words to hear because they're not giving you something specific. So then your mind can just go 10 million miles per hour and think it's X, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Um, But wouldn't you want to be with somebody who is wholeheartedly going to pursue you? And don't you want to be with somebody who you know is 120 million a percent in, all in? And so friends that or even when I have dated, if someone is just, um, you know, still trying to figure it out and maybe still wants to see other people, like just don't. And so don't get yourself set up for rejection either, because you need to know, like, if you want to protect your heart, because we all know rejection sucks. If you want to protect your heart from being rejected, then you have to assess the situation and know your values and what you're willing to kind of tolerate, um, what your threshold is, because if you just continue digging yourself in a hole with somebody who probably will set you up for rejection or failure, like a bit of that is not that person's entire fault. So it takes being self-aware and valuing you, valuing you to know that you are somebody who can put yourself first and put your values first and put your self-worth first. So then you don't have to go through rejection when it's not warranted. And again, here, the same thing applies as what I was saying earlier. Like, don't try and change that person's mind because that's when things just get messy. And that's a whole nother podcast about relationships. So we're just talking about rejection right now. So I'm not going to get into that. Um, But I've been rejected before in relationships. It sucks. I feel like something was wrong with me. And again, there's a fine line here where you can continue to feed into the comparison and what's wrong with me. And then you feel like you need to change. And in this case, questions might not be warranted. Okay. So as I talked before, um, you know, ask questions like why, those type of things like in a job situation, but here in terms of relationships, like it is it is tricky and it's a fine line because if you press and ask why the rejection might happen, there might be very hurtful things that can come from it that are untrue. So really assessing the situation to see like, okay, is there going to be true honesty? Do you actually respect that person? Um, or is it just somebody you've been maybe dating like one or two dates and they don't really know you? You know, like kind of assess the situation. It really is not a black and white roadmap here, um, but really just bringing self-awareness to the situation. Um, But I would still go through the feelings and facing your emotions um, rather than running and hiding. Like all of that still applies. And in some situations, there might be some really active self-reflection that really needs to come from a rejection because I have also been in situations where I was dating and I got rejected and I was in a space in my life where I just wasn't ready to date. Like I didn't really know myself. I didn't really know my values. I didn't really know what was important to me. And so I just, I, yeah, I didn't know myself and I think it's important to know what you want out of a relationship before you even get into a relationship and know who you are as an individual so then you can stand your ground and know what's important to you. Um, And so if you're just not in a space ready to date, like there are some things you need to work on as an individual, like those 
piece like and you're constantly getting rejected maybe it's for like the same things like there's a pattern okay then you need to take a step back and say like okay what do I need to learn from this situation how can I filter the rejection and really learn from it so that I can grow and then ultimately show up to that next relationship and be a better person for you and a better person for the person you're going you're going through a rejection in this current moment as you're listening to this I promise you there is healing on the other side of it. There is inspiration close by and there is a story bigger than you being written right now. And that story will help somebody else and inspire and cause somebody else to be pulled out of their rejection. Like you have that in you, your story has it in you. Story will help somebody else and inspire and cause somebody else to be pulled out of their rejection. Like you have that in you, your story has it in you. And I want to shine light on that because for example, if you're going through a rejection in this current moment, as you're listening to this, I promise you there is healing on the other side of it. There is inspiration close by and there is a story bigger than you being written right now. And that story will help somebody else and inspire and cause somebody else to be pulled out of their rejection. Like you have that in you, your story has it in you. And yeah, it's closer, it's closer than you think. And if it's not happening right now, like you feel like you're in a waiting season and you're going through rejections and hurt and pain, that means God is preparing something even bigger for you to experience. And I know it's hard because you can't see it. And it's hard because it might require a little more waiting or a lot more waiting and maybe a little or a lot more hurt. But these times in rejection, in waiting is where your faith can be increased. Your trust can be increased. And there are also times where your anger and your fear can increase. Like that is a normal walk of life, but you can decide what you want to feed into. What you feed grows. I was told that by a mentor a while ago, and that was that has always stuck with me. Like what you feed grows. If you run from the rejection and loathe, and that's how you deal, you're feeding into the fear, fearing doing more uncomfortable things, And that continues to grow and that'll stay with you. So when that opportunity or relationship or friendship presents itself to you again, you run away. You fear because you have fed into the fact that rejection is what you deserve. And that is not where you're meant to stay. With that, you're feeding into the girl who can't mentality right? And you came to this podcast to know that you're the girl who can. So if you feed into your faith, you feed into the uncomfortable, you you feed into the facing of your feelings, there's a different looking path for you and there's a different looking plan. And yes, it might not be what you originally imagined, but you're feeding into redirection instead of the rejection. And you're feeding into facing life and going through and actually living your life. And that is the girl who can, who can mentally grow and can be the person who she's meant to be and live out your purpose. So that was about rejection. So I hope that was a bit of a word for you. You took something out of it. And if this was helpful for you, please let me know um, or share it with a friend. I would love to grow this community 
because you guys are why I continue to show up every single Wednesday. And if you could do me a huge favor and leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts, a written review, it helps me so, so much. And it just helps the growth of the show. And I love reading your feedback, your comments, who you are, what you learned. So if you can do that for me, I would appreciate it so much, but I love you either way. And again, social media at the Girl Who Can podcast at Aris Lujano. Those will be linked in the show notes if you want to connect. But until then, you guys have a good rest of your week. Happy Thanksgiving if you don't listen to the episode next week, but I will continue to show up for you. And that's all I have for you guys. So I love you. Have a safe holiday and we will chat soon. Bye everybody. 